This is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor, your host on Diversity Bites, the program for everybody who understands the challenges inherent in creating a more diverse workforce. Join us as we explore the strategies and mindsets needed to transcend statistics, increase belonging, and unlock higher performance. Hello, this is Joe Kwan, and welcome to another episode of Diversity Bites. Today, we're going to talk about a favorite topic of mine, which is success and how you can become more successful. Um, And by more successful, uh, what I'm really talking about is not a particular position like becoming the CEO or uh, any particular action like getting promoted. What I'm talking about in general is about being the most successful version of yourself that you intend to be, right? The thing that you are trying to do, not defined by externalities and, you know, what your partner or spouse or what your classmates or even what your parents or kids think success should be, defined truly by who you want to become and what's important to you, how you can get the fullest and best measure of success, because that is the success that leads to contentment contentment. (laughs) That is the success that leads to further motivation and all those things and the creativity that comes from it actually engender more success. And by having that, that's how you truly become um, the best version of yourself that you possibly can. So that's really what we're looking to do, not any predefined or external definition of success, but the one that you really want so you can go as far and as high as you want doing the thing that you want to do. So the title of this episode is about how success comes through people and not through KPIs. For those of you who may not be familiar, it just means key performance indicators, right? Stats or metrics that people are uh, saying are important. Now, in a lot of organizations, um, you know, where promotion um, is very difficult to figure out what's going on, you know, HR does something uh, to try to be helpful, which is to list the different attributes and skill sets and kind of put out in black and white like what is required for different levels so people can kind of have that conversation with their managers and say well you know what is really expected of me right so it's not an exact algorithm or formula but it's supposed to kind of um, level set and and make people understand that like at this level most people should have this and at this level most people have should have that and so there are those sorts of key performance indicators or metrics or requirements I'm here to call baloney on that right really call baloney on that I mean in a lot of cases the baloney is just because that doesn't accurately reflect the people in those positions right it's it's kind of like uh, you know once we're there we, we kind of Uh, work backwards and and try to say that we have those things in hindsight but I don't believe that it really really reflects what gets people promoted or the skills that people um, are getting and secondarily I think it can actually be um, a bit of a red herring and a bit of a distraction for people who um, are considered an anomaly to be successful in an organization, underrepresented professionals, right? So if you're in an organization and there's no one who looks like you or who is like you in the positions you're aspiring to or in management, you have a problem, right? Because um, you could spend all your time trying to meet those metrics and guess what? You may, I say may not, not, not definitely won't, you, it may not make 
one lick of a difference in terms of how people view you, people receive you, and how you're promoted and advanced. Whereas for someone else who looks like management or is typical for the type of person they put into that position, they could be missing a lot of those things and still everyone promotes them and says, wow, they're so great and has a much better perception of them. How is this? What's going on? Are, are, are people just, you know, uh, not seeing things clearly? Or are people being, you know, calling favorites? What is actually going on here? And this is sort of the key, the crux to it, especially if you're an underrepresented professional and your advancement is considered anomalous in an organization, your success is going to come through people. And what I mean by that is not by favoritism or people liking you. It's going to come from people seeing you for who you are and not for the category you're in. I don't mean your performance per se. I mean seeing you as an individual, seeing the commonalities they have with you. So then those things that normally put you in a box that's other begin to fall away and become less important. They don't disappear. Right. They don't magically see that, hey, Joe, you're not Asian or so and so you're not black or so and so you're not a woman. So and so you're not in a wheelchair or neurodiverse. Those things are still there, but they become minimized in terms of their analysis of who you are and how they receive you. And only when that happens can your KPIs or those requirements or metrics even matter one bit, because until people can see you that way all those kpis they can always be rationalized away right you can take anyone who has the best sales numbers in any organization and if people don't like them and if people really want to find a reason to keep them down or delay them or stick it to them from being promoted because they're really rude they will find a way right there is no magical metric that gets everyone exactly what they deserve and what they want it's always been reliant and always will be reliant on people and people making those decisions, siding for you instead of someone else, someone vouching for you when things are going well, and perhaps more importantly, someone vouching for you when things don't go so well, right? What is the margin of failure for someone who is anomalous in terms of success versus someone, what is the margin of failure for someone who, someone who looks like them is typically the one who's gonna lead the organization and succeed? I think if you think about it and if you look around and if you ask, you'll see it's quite, it's quite different. It's not the same margin of success. So the great equalizer is not by concentrating so hard on the KPIs because you're going to have to be two, three, four times better than everyone else and you still may not get the right interpretation or the look. It's about people and the success coming through the people and being able to establish that kind of relationship where they see you as a human being, as one of them, as someone who they see for their humanity and not necessarily for all the externalities. Now, you may be thinking, is that fair? Is that right? I don't think so, especially when one, uh, one group or certain groups are favored more than the other based, you know, not on any sort of merit, but just based on the system that we have in place and, and the history, not so great history that we have in place. Um, however, uh, what I'm sharing with you is sort of based on what we have today, what can you and I and, and other people who um, aren't in the fortunate situation of having that privilege 
right, of, of getting the benefit of the doubt or automatically being considered as leadership material or one of the group. It's what can we do today, right? Today in the existing system, in the uh, existing institutions, what can we do to offset that? What can we do to give ourselves the best chances, whether we should have to do that or shouldn't have to do that? Sure, we can debate um, about that. Um, but figuring that piece out isn't actually going to isn't actually going to help you in your career. So I'm trying to offer solutions that will um, you know work today. Um, obviously, there's other work that needs to be done to change the system, um, and and that's a different aspect that is equally uh, as important. Uh, but today, I just wanted to share with you that particular aspect because I like to give you practical kind of today uh, advice. So one thing that I would love for you to do today is um, how can you find out whether your boss really thinks you're on the track that you want to be on, right? What can you do? How can What kind of conversations you have? What kind of cues can you look for? What, what other people can you ask to really figure out what's going on there and to spend... Uh, not to spend less time on performance and you know not to ignore performance and key performance indicators but to have a balance between understanding people and understanding objectives and goals because if you don't understand the people and you have people seeing you the wrong way um, I guarantee you the the KPIs are not going to help you as much as you think they should they would or should and you'll actually be spending a lot of wasted energy uh, you may get frustrated and you may be wasting a lot of time when you could actually be in a different organization or you could be improving relationships so you um, are able to succeed in the path that you would like to. Well, this is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor, and thanks for joining us on Diversity Bites. This content is informed by my Everybody Thrives program, which is for companies looking to unlock the full potential of all their people. Learn how at Connection Counselor dot com.